She would remember this forever after as the night she watched two men die, one at peace and one in terror. But now, seven years old and lost, Honor Lark knew only that she was out alone on a May Day night gone mad. She wedged herself into the shadows of a tavern doorway and prayed that the looters had not seen her. They were ransacking a house across the street, their torches flaring, and it seemed to Honor as though devils in a play had swarmed from the stage and hell blazed right before her. She was trapped. She could not go back to Cheapside. The London apprentices were rioting there. Their annual day of carousing had boiled into violence against the rich foreigners, especially the Italians, called Lombards, and Honor's chest still burned from tearing through a Cheapside mob, pitching rocks at a goldsmith's shop, while the women inside screamed in a strange tongue. But she could not go forward either, for thieves, exploiting the night's chaos, had joined some apprentices to lay waste this side street. They were heaving booty out to their accomplices from windows in a three-storied merchant's house across from her. Bolts of silk billowed down in ribbons of crimson and jade. Wooden chests smashed onto the cobblestones, spilling papers and coins. A dozen thieves were scooping the spoils into sacks. One of them, a toothless old man squatting in the middle of the street, hummed as he picked through a scatter of Venetian silver spoons. A thief with a torch hustled past Honor's hiding place, and she gagged on the acrid smoke of the blazing tarred rags. She clamped her hand on her mouth to cover the sound. "'Will, catch this!' a man called from a window. He tossed out a garnet-studded casket. "'Careful! It'll fetch enough to buy a bishop's whore!' Above him, a voice crowed from the top floor. "'I found me one!' The knots of foraging men looked up. Under a gable, a hefty young apprentice stood at a smashed-out loading door. "'Found me a Lombard,' he sang out, scribbling at his desk he was. He tugged a quill pen from his hair and waved it like a trophy. He darted inside, and for a moment the opening was empty, lit by the garish torchlight from within. Then a man was pushed into view. White-haired, he was dressed in a long black gown. He stood still and quiet, his hands behind him. The boy took a fistful of the man's hair and jerked his head back, and the man twisted slightly, revealing a scarlet cord trussing his wrists. Gaping up, Honor crammed herself against the tavern doorway until its latch gouged her shoulder. "'Can't see him!' a man in the street groused. The boy under the gable shoved the man, forcing him to step up onto the sill, where he swayed unsteadily. "'No finery on him!' a man below scoffed. "'Where's his Lombard silks and jewels?' "'Hold on!' the boy began draping necklaces over the head of his hostage and layering brightly colored scarves around his neck. "'There! Now he's a Turk!' This brought laughter from below. The boy giggled and piled on more trinkets. His sleeves snagged on one of the chains around the man's neck. Annoyed, the boy yanked free his sleeve, and the man scuffled forward to balance himself. 
His foot stubbed against an iron latch, and he fell. He plunged down, his gown rippling through the air. His body thudded onto the cobbles. He lay motionless. Silence, like a shroud cast out after him, settled over the watchers.